Hey everyone, it's Amy Lynn Durham and you're listening to Create Magic at Work. Create Magic at Work is on a mission to equip senior leaders with tools they need to be a true servant leader and actually understand what that means. Improve employee engagement, retain top talent, and transform your workplace culture to have less stress and drama. So let's start making magic. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Create Magic at Work. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name's Casey Rossi. She's a mindset and leadership coach who helps high-achieving women go from people-pleasing, burned-out perfectionists to profitable powerhouses. I'm laughing because, oh my gosh, I think I just described myself from the past, a people-pleasing, burnt-out perfectionist. (laughs) So I'm really excited to have Casey here today. She's a full-time entrepreneur since 1991. She's built six and seven figure businesses. She's a certified aromatherapist, a mind body eating coach, and NLP practitioner. This allows her to bring an integrated and intuitive approach to her coaching. Casey's the founder of the Soul Print Method, a system that combines energy, mindset, and spirituality. This holistic approach provides extreme clarity, dissolves limiting beliefs, improves performance, and opens the way to experience and share your full potential. She's the host of Women Developing Brilliance, The Spirit of Business, a show dedicated to cultivating confidence, increasing visibility, elevating vibration, and leading with purpose. When she's offline, you can find her whipping up plant-based eats or hiking the Finger Lakes Trail in upstate New York. Casey's an executive contributor of Brains Magazine. Her work has been highlighted in ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Thrive Global, Small Biz Daily, International Journal of Professional Holistic Aromatherapists, Female Entrepreneurial Association, and the Smart Girl Tribe. Casey, welcome to Create Magic at Work. Thank you so much, Amy. It's awesome to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here. The first sentence threw me already reading that <laughs> that you help people-pleasing, burned-out perfectionists to profitable powerhouses. So I know I read your bio, but can you give the audience a little bit of a background of yourself for them? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I love that you were able to relate to that first line. (laughs) And I absolutely can relate to it as well, because that was really my journey. And so it was through learning tools and techniques and like the shadow side of my personality to even be able to put that all together into words and help other people kind of get out of that hole, because it's very layered. You know, and it really stems back even as young as childhood that we kind of establish these people-pleasing and perfectionist tendencies, which as we become, you know, higher achieving entrepreneurs and leaders, that turns into overwork, over-delivering, and exhaustion slash burnout. And I've been an entrepreneur for over 30 years, and I would say for a good 20 of them, I was in that realm of those kind of three categories. And I really felt that that's what it was Uh, like to be successful. Those were the qualities that proved to myself, to my family, to society that I was doing it right. You know, that hard work was honest work. And I really subscribed to that hustle culture because that's what I saw around me in order to get to six and seven figures that that's what it takes. You know, like you're just on call all the time. And in that, it definitely programmed my nervous system to be on this high alert and just 
active and at, you know, just ready for all the beeps and the buzzes and the notifications, who needs me now? And I really became almost addicted to that adrenaline rush of need. And so that really can spiral into a lot of different things. But that did in the end give me like, you know, a diagnosable adrenal fatigue and burnout. And so it took several years to unthread that and really get to the root of it. So it is possible, but it's, it's, and it's very easy to see how society and generational things can lead us down that path as normal. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So I have so many thoughts on that. What is your take on perfectionism and burnout as it relates to women versus men? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that both genders can absolutely experience both perfectionism and the burnout piece. I do feel that I see it more in women in my experience because of that generational and society expectation of what's normal. We tend to be in superwoman mode. We have those emotional qualities dialed in of caregiving, nurturing, the natural piece of pleasing those around us in whatever role that we are, whether it's mother, lover, you know, I mean, best friend, there is this connotation that we're going to encompass everybody and hug them, you know, with this beautiful, warm embrace. And so I think sometimes when we don't put those boundaries in, it's really easy to have a vice of excess in that caregiving where we forget about ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we're the ones left with a void and not having that self-care or self-love and compassion. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it came from the message that I've seen before that I can do it all. Oh, yeah. I can do it all. I can have it all, which was super empowering for women. And at the same time, it can contribute to burnout. So here we've gone through this century where women have become more empowered in the workplace. I mean, we still have a very long way to go, (laughs) but we've made some progress. And I just get this energetic feeling of it's like I have to prove my worth. So I want everything to be perfect. And now I'm exhausted. Yes. And I don't know if yet. And I don't know if it's a conscious like, oh, I'm proving my worth, but it's what you just sort of mentioned is I want to be everything to everybody because I can now. And so in your practice, I'm curious, what are some things that you do to help clients sort of break through with that feeling? Absolutely. So the first step is really acknowledging it and understanding the contrast of what's normal, because especially when you have gotten into that groove of that fight or flight, you know, you're just, your nervous system is ready to be kicked off at any moment. It takes a little time to realize what homeostasis, balance, grounded tranquility even feels like in your brain and in your body. And so I think having the conscious intention that, okay, This um, feeling that I'm always late, that I'm always behind the eight ball, and I wake up and I have like this nervous belly or butterflies in my stomach, like I had that for years and I just thought that was normal. Like I didn't realize like, oh, no, that's not normal. (laughs) You know, like I was in this frenetic energy and just I just constantly felt like, oh, let me go race and rush and put something on the to-do list, make sure I didn't forget something. And even having anxiety with any white space on the calendar, that took me time to unthread. So some tips really is the intention, being conscious of it, making yourself a priority just as much as you would for your child or your own client, 
where you would never not show up on time for an appointment that you had with them, or you would not like forget to feed your child a nourishing meal. We almost have to give that love to our own inner child and prioritize that self-care of boundaries and even being mindful several times during the day because it's not a one and done. So I think even knowing like, okay, when was the last time I got up from this desk? I mean, super basic micro habits that we can dial in like, okay, It's been 20 minutes. Why don't I get up and get a glass of water? It's been a 90-minute deep work block session. Why don't I go outside and gaze at the clouds or take a brisk walk? It's the simple stuff. And I often feel that we overlook simple because it's not sexy enough, but that's what's going to give us change and make us feel better. Yeah. I love that you're talking about the simple, easy things because I envision, you know, maybe some of the listeners are feeling overwhelmed at work right now or or in whatever space they're in. And it's like, okay, I can stop and I can go get a glass of water maybe every couple of hours. Or you talked about nervous system regulation a little bit. So I can stop every hour and dance and shake my body a little bit if that works for you, right? I noticed in your practice or in your life that every day you meditate. And do do you want to speak to how that helps you? Oh my gosh. I do not even know like who I would be or what I would be if I didn't have that as a daily practice. It's been something that has been a part of my routine since 1990. So really 31 years of, of being a daily meditator. And I remember one time, you know, talking to my chiropractor and I was just like, you know, I don't get it. Like I do essential oils and I meditate and I have these adjustments and I walk every day and I was kind of listing all the things that I do. And I'm like, who would I be without these things? And he's like, you would be a train wreck. (laughs) Like, and it kind of caught me off guard because I was like not expecting a professional to say that, but I, it really stuck with me. I never forgot that. And I was like, yeah, like we need to counterbalance all the activities that we do. And I'm also a firm believer of balancing our feminine energy and our masculine essences. And again, totally gender neutral. We each have those components inside of us. And I think a lot of times, especially when we subscribe to hustle culture or that, you know, just grinding it out, we stay often in that masculine component where it's very linear, logical, strategic, you know, very structured. And then we oftentimes neglect that feminine fluidity where there is that breath. There is that, you know, um, I oftentimes think people feel it's indulgent to take five minutes at the top of every hour. You know, it's like, well, I can't do that. I have things to do. You know, like we, we oftentimes neglect that intuitive heart wisdom side of the feminine essence and so I think kind of really looking at that as as a whole is how we're we're going to start shifting things in our own life and in the workplace. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that's what contributes to burnout is there's an imbalance in the masculine and feminine energy that we all carry. And the systems that we've worked in have tend to, tended to be balanced more in the masculine energy for sure. And that's why maybe what you were speaking to earlier, why women tend to feel more burnt out over men. I've been in that hustle culture. I've experienced it myself. The work hard, play hard mantra, if you will, is not sustainable. It's not. 
And I think to the point of women trying to do it all, there's also that um, program that's a lie, which is to ask for help is to display weakness. So I think a lot of it too is recognizing that, you know, a lot of times where people are like, well, why don't you ask your partner, your spouse, your friend for support? And it's like, there's some ego there. No, 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 I got this. And mm-hmm. I think even in levels of entrepreneurialism, when you really should be outsourcing things that are mundane admin tasks, but there's this perfectionist mindset coming in, like no one can do it as good as I can do it. By the time I explain it, I can have it done. Like we have those tapes going on in our head, you know? So I think it's, it's, it is about laying down some ego and upping our flexibility aspects in order for this to work. Because if you are still clutching on to the way that you've always done things, you are not going to make progress. It's actually going to feel harder. And I know that because I was in that stage for a very long time. And I remember equating it because I scuba dive and I remember equating it to feeling like I hadn't crested where the waves broke. I was still in the middle of getting beaten up by the waves. And I felt like that every single day. And I knew if I just could get past that, I would be in smooth sails But in order to do that, I had to let go of who I thought I needed to be and lay down the mask. I mean, there's some layers, right, to get to that. So I have to say, like, to listeners that are going, yes, I'm resonating and I'm ready for, you know, I want this, there's change work involved. And there's a little bit of letting go involved in order to get past getting beaten up by the middle stage. Right. So I'm thinking of two things here. The woman that is working as a corporate executive, I'm basically thinking of myself (laughs) in the past and, you know, trying to lean in, which I hate that phrase now, um, and have a seat at the table and prove it's all those things that you were talking about, prove that you should be there. So then you're overworking and you're perfectionist. When in reality, the systems that we're in don't really foster that. So there's that person. And then there's the person that left the corporate executive world that might be listening, which I'm describing me again. But I know there's those two different (laughs) listeners that went on this entrepreneurial journey. For me, I feel like it took me, and I'm still not there, uh, months of unprogramming, if you will. I don't even know, you know what you were talking about for the hypervigilance. I need everything on my calendar. I need to be constantly doing something. And then when there's space, it's like panic. Like, what do I do with this space? A hundred percent. And it was a huge transformational journey for me moving from that corporate executive space to the entrepreneur. So, you know, I'm just picturing like old Amy in the car driving in the Bay Area in traffic or running to get on an airplane. Or what would you say to that woman that's like, how am I supposed to do all this? These women are in a different world than I am. Like, I can't do this. I have too much to do. Definitely. I mean, I think one is taking a pause and taking a breath because I think a lot of that hypervigilance comes in when we're constricting or restricting. And so I think to physically get your body engaged so our physiology can inform our psychology is the easiest and fastest way to shift energy. So I love that you brought up dancing before. And I think that that's fabulous, you know, shaking it out, like literally doing that. And especially, 
a tip for anybody that like maybe had a really bad meeting or maybe like a traumatic thing was said to them that just triggered them, that is the best way is to shake your body so you're not going to hold any trauma in your cells or imprint any negativity. So that's free. That's something you can go in a bathroom stall and just shake it out and reshift. Um, so I think engaging your breath and body system are really excellent ways to kind of start to calm the chaos. And then I think getting really, really honest with yourself, whose dream are you chasing? Mm. Is it yours? Is it your parents? Is it the society's pressure imposed on you? Because sometimes we get so involved that we lose ourselves and we lose our identity and then it's like, wait, what am I fighting for? And this happens, I think, both on the fast track in the corporate world and also for women entrepreneurs where it's like, we've created this machine when the intention was to detach from the engine that we didn't want to be a part of anymore. Yet we created our own machine that's turned into this monster. And I think in order for that to not happen, and this is something that is a daily practice for me, mm-hmm. every day before I start my day, I ask myself, what identity do I want to embody? And I really consciously think about that. Who do I want to be in my work life? Who do I want to be like in my energy body? And who do I want to be in my love life? And then I have to then drill down further. What virtues do I need to embody in order to exemplify that identity? And what actions now do I need to take in order to bring to life those virtues and identity. And I make that little chart every single day. And sometimes the the words are the same. Sometimes it's dancer, leader, lighthouse, you know, and, and fun, fluidity, confident, and, you know, radiant exemplar or loving. And those actions then could literally be, you know, dancing. I do body groove every morning, love her, you know, creating valuable content in my leader column and meditating in my spiritual love column. So, It is a constant reminder because our mindset loves to go where it's safe and comfortable. And a lot of times that's not necessarily in our comfort zone, right? (laughs) And so to be really reminded of what identity we want goes back to your initial question for that woman that's in the rat race, isn't enjoying it, but doesn't quite know how to break out of it. I think dialing it back, getting really calm, quiet, and honest, and then really starting to define whose dream is it, what identity do I want, what am I willing to add, and what am I willing to delete in order to embody those qualities more efficiently. And not even efficiently, because I know a lot of the listeners are already like high producing. It's like more joyfully. Hi, everyone. Amy here. Are you looking to create a life with more inner and outer peace regardless of the situation? Gain unexpected insights into your leadership strengths by taking the SQ21 assessment. Expand your understanding of leadership skills like being a wise and effective change agent, servant leadership, and get tips to operate from a place of peace and wisdom from within. The SQ21 assessment, a faith-neutral instrument, allows you to examine where you are today on developing and sustaining the 21 skills of spiritual intelligence. I'm a certified SQ21 coach and I offer a one-time, one-on-one experience with the SQ21 assessment that helps you have less stress, more balance, and bring more value and meaning to your work and your life. Go to createmagicatwork.net and click work with me to get started on your transformational journey. I'd love to hear from you. You can connect with me on LinkedIn under Amy Lynn Durham and send me a direct message. 
and we can get you started that way as well. Sending magic to everyone. Right. In SQ and in the adult development theory around your early to mid 30s is when you start, there's exceptions because we're all human, but it's when you start exploring what is my life purpose? What are my values? Let me stack rank them and see if I'm living aligned to the stack ranking of my values hierarchy. And to me, you're speaking to that. And that's just the SQ. We talk about SQ a lot on Create Magic at Work, but that's the SQ way of putting it. And then I love the whose dream are you chasing? That aligns with that point in your life where you're starting to question, what is my life purpose? Why am I here? Am I living someone else's dream? What are my values? And to take a moment to really think about that because you're speaking to echo back what you're saying is when your actions are aligned with who you think you are, you live a much more peaceful and happier life. So just taking some time to to do that, I think is really valuable. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. And it is the remedy to the over-acceleration of the masculine side because alignment breeds mm. fluidity and fluidity is the feminine essence. So that is the surefire way to get towards holistic balance. Yeah. I love how you tied that into that balance of the energy because I can tend to be like super masculine energy in business. Too, like, totally. And then I have to dial myself (laughs) back at home or, you know, it's just been an interesting journey as an entrepreneur leaving that space. And wow, you're really speaking to that today. So thank you for that. Okay, so I wrap up every guest interview with I pull a card from my journal prompt card deck that I authored. It's uh, for the workplace and for your career. Each card has an affirmation and two questions for you to answer on the fly. If there are lengthy questions, you only have to answer one. But whatever card I'm pulling right now is for you. It's a message for you from the universe. And then it's also for our listeners. Awesome. Whoever's listening to this episode, you're getting this message as well, no matter when you hear it. All right. Okay, Casey, you got creativity. Cool. And the artwork on the card is a little painting with a ship and a dolphin jumping in the ocean and clouds and sun. And the affirmation for you and the listeners today is I make time. Oh my gosh, this, this, we can't make this up. We were just talking about this in the interview. Like I'm gonna, we can't make this stuff up. Okay. So the affirmation is I make time to daydream and I let ideas take shape into reality. So Casey, the question for you is what are three ways you can empower others? Mm, That's so beautiful. I love that. I have to say that just really was the perfect card. Know thyself first because it it all starts with self-knowledge and that will equate to self-leadership. And once we trust, because I think we're constantly looking for answers outside of ourselves, and we have given our power to other sources like Google, like social media, like everything that's outside of us. And uh, the biggest empowerment is to know that you contain everything that's already within you. Mm. And I think the other empowering piece is making time for self-care, whatever that means to you, whether it's the movement piece, the meditation piece that we talked about, bringing in soothing music, something that really lights you up so you can relish in those experiences of what joyful living even feels like. I love it. You were so meant to be on this show today because one of the, and to get this, obviously, we all know that, I, you know, but one of the, the skills in SQ is seeking guidance from your higher self 
and practicing that. I've spoken about this before, but this year has been quite a journey for me because I lost that this year going through some different things in my life and then I got it back. And so that second piece that you just shared that's so empowering is the self-trust. And oh my gosh, yeah, we need to access our higher self and our inner wisdom and trust ourselves when we make decisions rather than just running to experts and doing exactly what they say without saying, hey, let me sit with this. So thank you so much for being here today. You brought so much value to the listeners. And how can anyone get a hold of you if they want to work with you or get more advice from you, coaching, etc.? Awesome. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to connect with you as well. I feel like if we lived closer, we would be besties because we have a lot, <laughs> a lot in common. We're even like supporting the animal prints today. So I'm digging that. <laughs> it's awesome. So yes, if the listeners are, are um, digging what we're talking about, I have a free three-part video series on my website called Know Thyself and Lead. And it's um, kind of goes deeper into these aspects of giving yourself permission to dream big, really understanding how your mission equates with your skills and getting into that guy, that reason for being, that purpose for living. And it goes deeper into some of these topics. So they can grab that at caseyrossi.com slash lead. Awesome. Yay. Well, thank you so much. Creativity. Awesome. I love it. Make time to daydream and let ideas take shape into reality. So thank you for sending magic to everyone today. And thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Hey, everyone. It's Amy here. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Create Magic at Work. And please come back often and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Keep joining us for more exciting episodes where we help you transform workplace culture to systems that create less trauma and stress and have high productivity and profitability. You can get your own tools for the workplace at createmagicatwork.net. I have a new Create Magic at Work, the journal that just released, and it invites you to reflect about different themes for work in your career. Each section of the journal contains a topic, an affirmation, and two prompt questions to help you journal your thoughts. Topics are like inspiring others, mentorship, expansion, and productivity. So connect with me at createmagicatwork.net. Also connect with me on LinkedIn under Amy Lynn Durham. Sending magic to everyone and see you next time.